Enough for the first down. Thomas with the tackle. You got holding on A.J. They had A.J. wrapped up like a goat over there. Like a goat? Yeah, tied up like a goat. Tied up like, okay. Yeah, you ever been to Houston Rodeo? I have not. They have a goat tying. A goat tie. Prior to the pass, holding defense number 25. There it is. A penalty's decline. Result of the play is a first down. A goat tie. Is that, uh, is that a popular event? Yeah, you let the little kids rope goats. <laughs> At the 32-yard line. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> We're right back in. My Keith's like, huh, okay. At the 32-yard line, hey, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Coach Mack is joining us for his weekly segment, thanks to you, and brought to you by Farm Bureau. Uh, Coach Mack, goat tying, huh? I, I seriously was waiting for the official to be like, number 25, defense, goat tying. <laughs> I call it like that. Yeah. It, it, you know what? Uh, hi, guys. Hi. It's, uh, it, it's, it shocked me that Mike Keith didn't know what a goat roping was. I mean, I mean, you're down there in Houston, Texas. I mean, yeah, you, they have goat roping for the little kids at, at rodeos. You also have mutton busting, too, where they ride sheep. So, I mean, if you've never been to a rodeo, I guess you wouldn't know. So next time I'm going to have to let – of course, it all happens so organically. And uh, Mike Keith is the ultimate pro, and I loved it when he went, yeah, okay, uh, on the 32 yard. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. He's like, oh. That's, that's, that's why he and I have been a pretty good partner for 100-plus games is because when I start going off on things, he just goes, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Love it. <laughs> I have been to a rodeo, actually. I was born in Texas, born in good old Plano, yeah. Texas. So uh, I, I was familiar with what you were talking about. No, it's not like well, I yeah, see it are. often. But... See? No, no. I never, yeah. Everybody understands. you got to rope goats. you got to heal them. you got to throw them by the heels like you do steers, but you let little kids learn to practice their, goat, their roping by goats. You don't want to put them out there with a the steer to begin with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, there you go. Um, what are you going to do for this bye week? By the way, watch a bunch of football games. Yes, uh, no, absolutely. I've already started. You know what? I've I've, I've dug into uh, uh, the Raiders and the Bengals because those are two teams we have not played that we might have a chance to. Uh, the the rest of them, you know, we've got a we've got a book on because because we've we've played them, the ones that are now left in the tournament. So I've, I've started diving into those just a little bit to get familiar with some. Uh, with some schemes, with some personnel, uh, and and then you know I watch all these games because it's going to be it's going to be important not only to see who you're going to play, but just to watch everybody else, even those that you won't be playing. You kind of want to see you know where they are now because once you get into the playoffs, you guys know this, and so do our listeners. I mean, it's a it's a different world, and so you kind of want to see as to what you know where everybody's standing when they get into this thing. I don't know if if you've in in the past have been a part of a team that had a a buy in the first round. Yes, several times. Okay, so what goes on within the team? I know obviously probably Raiders and Bengals. There'll be a lot of studying of that from the coaching staff. But as a whole, what's the plan and the mindset with this extra week? Well, you go on. You you, you concentrate on your team, and the first thing you do is concentrate on your team's health. Which is is major, and, and you look. You, you, this is an this is a very very beneficial time as to where you don't have a game you have to immediately jump into that is a one and done game. And so what you do have is is you have time to do things. I heard Mike Vrabel say, and uh, been at their practice today. I mean they're working on some individual things, but you really want to get because guys look after eighteen uh, an eighteen week season, 
you know, you've got guys that are playing, but nobody's healthy at this point, right? You know, unless it's your unless it's your big back that's been off for ten weeks, he's probably <laughs> the healthiest and has, and has got the freshest legs. But everybody else has been through a grind, and so they need this time, you know, both mentally and physically, to kind of get back. And so, you know, what he did today had him out there going through, you know, about an hour of you know individual individual stuff, and then you know he's going to give them, and which you know I, I've done the same thing, and I've been on teams that done the same thing, give them Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then you come back in Sunday because I mean you're going to know because the because the Monday night games an NFC game, so you'll know you know, by, you know, by Sunday, uh, what's what. And so, you know, then, because there's a chance, because you're number one seed, they're not going to put both number one seeds, uh, you know, on the same on the same day going into the next week. So there's a chance that you'll be a Saturday game. So the health of your football team, Don, that's the first thing that you do. The rest of that stuff, that film breakdown, you've got a lot of guys hired to do that. And uh, the ones that they've had to start breaking down in total would be, just as we said, Cincinnati and the Raiders. Before we hit them real quick, how different is yeah. this from a regular bye week? Is it different? It's different. Yes, it is. Yes, it's okay. different. It, it, it's different. It, it's different. You know, first of all, <clears throat> because when you – now you're getting – you see, when you enter into this, when you first get into the league, let me just, you know, give our listeners a little insight. You know, as a coach or a player, all the veteran people, you know, coaches and, 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 and players tell you, you know, when you start, you know, they're, they're going to say, you know, your practice speed is going to be a little different than what you're used to. And then when you go to a preseason game, say, now, look, get ready. This is preseason, but the speed is different. And when you go to the regular season, those that make the team, you better get you better get gunned up a little because now, you know, people are playing for money and, and, and it, it counts. Now, when you get into the playoffs, I mean, it's like it's a it's a different gear that everybody is in because everything rides on every play, and you and you you don't do it to start pressing in this. You don't. You just got to stay as to who you are. But I, I, I promise you, you can feel it. You can smell it in the air on game day of a playoff uh, game. It's going to be so fabulous here at Nissan Stadium because it's viable. And coach, coming off this Houston game, you look yeah. at it and you you wonder like. As a, a a a fan of the game, we know in basketball, football, whatever sport it is, to close out a team is the most difficult thing, regardless if they're owing ninety nine or it, whatever it is to tell to beat a team, and they know this is the last time somebody's going in mothballs, and it may be y'all, it may be us, but if we got something to do with it, it ain't gonna be us. Is that why Houston was able to keep fighting like that? Because they knew this was a wrap. It's over. Well, yeah, and, and what you're saying is true. I mean, there was only one team going in mothballs, and it was them. Because regardless of what the Titans did, they were still in right. the tournament. It just imagine where they're going to be in the tournament. But, look, anytime that reminded me so much. I was coaching here when Rob Baronis kicked eight field goals one time uh-huh. down there to beat him. We were ahead 31-10 to 10 at half, and all of a sudden they started throwing atomic bombs everywhere. <laughs> and, and, you know, he had to kick eight field goals for us to win. So, yeah, and that game against the, against the Texans, the, the Texans and the Titans is never an easy game. Regardless of what the uh, you know of what the record is, and you know, the the Titans dominated that game in the in the first half, and really David Culley making that decision with his timeouts before the half really gave the, the Mike Vrabel managed his really well, mm-hmm. gave us another chance to pick up a touchdown, and really guys, uh, and, and I, I can't prove this because I'm not an ifs and buts candy and nuts guy, <laughs> but if we'd have hit that if we if we'd have hit that explosive to Julio yeah. to, to open the third quarter, it might have been a different game. Mm-hmm. But we did not, 
And so, yeah, and, and they, they went into empty set, and Davis Mills started spinning it, and we didn't have anybody that could cover Danny Amendola, and so all of a sudden you're in a dogfight. But really that might turn into a little bit of a plus, uh, you know, for the Titans because they got into a dogfight, and guess what they, they were able to do? And Vrabel said it very well. They started leaking oil, but what they did is they, they patched up that oil pan in the fourth quarter when they had to and brought it home. And so it, it was a tremendous feeling. You know, Titans Radio, we, we flew down on Friday because – because of the, all the flight cancellations, and we did not want to have happen what happened to some of Titans Radio for the Jacksonville game, where all the flights are canceled, and then uh, a big part of our crew had to drive to the Jacksonville game, you know. And so we we, we didn't we didn't want to do any of that, okay. So we we flew down we flew down on a Friday. Still, we had to we had to be diverted through New Orleans, you know, and then go. But we ended up there. But we flew back on a seven o'clock flight after the game with the entire plane was. Titans fans, yeah. season ticket holders, Titans fans. That was so much fun. I mean, I threatened to get up and get on the get on the microphone, and Amy Wells talked me down. She and I were sitting <laughs> together. I said, "I'm going to go ask that that flight attendant if I can have that microphone, so I can give it, so I can give a scale of one to ten on this plane." I said, "I think they'd like that." She said, "Mac, don't." She said, "Mac, don't." It caused a riot. Oh, that would be that. amazing, I would though. Love that. I, would love that. I could just see it. Exits in the rear, and on a scale of one to ten, this is a pretty good. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. We we had a whole lot of tighten ups going in that in Houston Hobby Airport, I promise you. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Coach, let, let me ask you this. Yeah. So do you like the spot that you see Ryan Tannehill in with his confidence growing? It looked like with guys coming back, just with him being out there, you see plays being made like he did um in that third quarter, um breaking a tackle and then launching it to uh Westbrook Aquina. Uh, his confidence is, it has to be coming back, doesn't it, Coach Mack? It looks like he's in a good spot. Well, he's always he's been, look. Let me say just say this: he was one of the ten guys that we were able to have all year. Mm-hmm. And if we had not, if he'd have been one of those guys that would have missed a lot of games, we wouldn't be in this position right now. Yeah. You know, we, he he's he's the dude, and mm-hmm. and and he and he always and he always has been, and he, just his leadership, what he means to this team, and plus, I mean, he's a he's a tough physical competitor that's got a lot of talent, mm-hmm. you know, and so, I mean, and it was just demonstrated. I mean, to me, that Houdini play that he made, yeah. you know, when he was, I mean, he was done. You talk about being tied up like a goat. I mean, he was done. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Mike Keith called it. Mike Keith, you know, and Mike Keith's the best in the business. He said, from where we were, he said, and Tannehill, he's buried. And all of a sudden, he comes out of the grave like Lazarus, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and then, and then uh, Westbrook, you know, they were in a cover. They were in a Tampa 2 defense. They yeah. were in your talks and ball. They were in cover 2. So the corner is supposed to carry that. But the corner stopped because he thought he was sacked, too. Yeah. The safety on the on the backside stopped because he thought, you know, that, that he was sacked. And Westbrook Aquina kept it up the sideline, and, and Tannehill found him. And that was a huge play in that game. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Tannehill, uh, for my money, give me that dude any time uh, taking the snaps, and I'm good with it. Coach, I know, and you, yeah. you, you, just, you, just, you just touched on it. It's something different in the air. When playoffs oh, on, arrive, and like being a former athlete, coaching—I yes. I mean, high school—I don't care what it is. Like we, we had the opportunity to go out there and broadcast um, for the Predators game. And when I say, man, I was so hyped pulling into downtown just because it's different with that playoff it atmosphere, man. Now take that atmosphere, coach, and insert Derrick Henry for the first time. What does yeah, that that's, do? Yeah, that's 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 going to be Ron. Uh, and again, I you know I'm not I'm not 
predicting anything because right. I don't make predictions, but I would just think that if they do introduce the offense before the game, yeah. that you're going to be able to hear that ovation way past East Nashville. <laughs> you're going to be able to hear it clear down in Brentwood. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no question about it, man. Hey, that just gave me chills right there. And I know, listen, the the defense, regard the defense, offense, managers, coaches, people selling snacks, everybody's going <laughs> to stop for a second and watch the field and the big screen, man. And I know it's going to put a jolt of energy in that stadium. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that I've been around town since we got, I've got, I've gotten back, you know, and of course I am out. I mean, people, that's, that's the one question, you know, they're, they're all asking. And I'm just, you know, I say, you know, we're going to, we're going to wait and see. But, but, mm-hmm. but you, the excitement is palpable. I mean, you can feel it because that's what it is. Yeah. And especially the way this team has been able to overcome so much adversity this season and not only get in the tournament, guys, they fought and they got the, the, the there's only two, teams in the AFC and the NFC won a piece that gets to sit out the first week. And so you've got to fight mm-hmm. to get that. And for them to be able to persevere through all of that is really, really something special. Now, look, it's, it's nice right now, but then you got to get ready and you got to go win this next one, yeah. which they will be ready for. Yeah. Coach Mack with us. You need yeah. great health care coverage at an My affordable price. Yeah. Yes, Black Farm ready. Bureau Health Plans. <laughs> Coach, you threw it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Coach, uh, Coach Vrabel talked this week about focusing. They kind of they they talked to each player and just said, "Hey, we want everybody this week to focus on on you know one thing that they can get better at as a team." What's yeah, maybe and, 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 kind of an example with with some of the players of something that that he's talking about? You know what I mean? Well, the first thing you do, and both of you guys were collegiate athletes, and you know, at one point or another, if you had good coaching, you know, whenever you had a, if you were going to, if you were going to get a, a specific point of your game to work on, the first thing the coach would do would involve you in that discussion right you know they would say what do you think what what do you think how do you see your game where's your game right now what do you feel like you need to work on let's see if it jives with what i'm thinking and let's 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 do something let's let's kind of concentrate on those points and if we need to let's let's figure out some drills that we can do during this Mm -hmm. you know during this this time to to kind of accentuate it or help it uh and so that to me first of all and he did that i mean he asked each he asked each and every every player he involved them in that I mean, I've done that. I've done that before. I mean, it, it might be a you know, as a linebacker, say, you know what, you really need to work on. You're, you're. I, I think you're really doing a nice job of your of your of your eyes and you're reading the reading the triangle. But your your 45 degree exit on your zone uh, coverage, it's not quite as crisp as it needs to be. And if we can start working on that 45 degree exit just from, to your left and your right, and really get the really get really get these steps down so that so that it might it might help you get you there a tick quicker mm-hmm. on a on a zone coverage. Let's see if we can let's see if we can do that a little bit. Let's set something up to work on that. Something of that nature, but you always involve the player and their input. Interesting. Um okay, so we had Roger Saffold on the show yesterday out at at Buffalo Wild Wings. He's phenomenal, by the way. You Just... know, you, you, first of all, you know how much Roger Saffold now we've got a history together. Uh, you know, there at the Rams. Oh, I mean, a yes. long history. No, no, a long history. He was the best <laughs> offensive lineman we had from tackle to tackle. He played every position except center when we were there, and I was so excited when we signed in. That Roger Saffold, if you talk about dudes, that's a dude. I love it. Well, and he's so insightful when he talks to us and, and what he tells 
people who listen to the show. I mean, he he's he, he's like you as far as teaching football a little bit. But it was interesting to hear him talk because he said, you know, obviously in that Texans game, they sputtered a bit. They're coming out of half. You know, they as Mike, he said, they're stuck in neutral almost. And right. so he talked a little bit about that. But then he talked about just feeling it as an offensive line heading into that fourth quarter that that line could feel it. You know, he mentioned like I saw, you know, one of the defensive linemen twitch like I knew I had him. I knew I didn't have to worry about certain guys. You know, I just just him talking about where that offensive line felt they were come fourth quarter as far as the push that they could get was interesting to me. Did you see that kind of click and, and come back late in the game against the Texans? Well, first of all, Rogers a really smart, insightful player. Other than being very physically gifted, I mean, he's a he's a full grown man out there. And and but but what you're saying is is true. And I tell you what I what I see is now they've been together for two games for the first time in a long time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 so they 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 are starting they are starting to gin back up a little bit with with what's going on. And and I said this going into the game, uh, you know, in, in the, the Rhett and Amy and I on the on the pregame broadcast was asking about look it, it was an entirely different defense than they'd faced the week before. Because what we what they were facing down there was a movement defense. They were slanting, stunning, spinning the backers, you know, spinning the backers around. So, you know, that that was something that they had to adjust to in in the preparation week. And you could see them early on. They they kind of had it, and then you could see that that the defense was gaining some traction on them. But they were able to regear. They were able to regear down and 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 get it going back. And that's because you've got some veteran guys in there doing it. So I can very much see and understand exactly what he was saying and that's why it's so important now we've got these we've got this time and they're going to be together again when we kick this thing off you know in in, in 10 days at, at Nissan Stadium it's going to be it's a big plus it's a big plus this football team has been able to get through a season with 91 different players which still just blows my mind i mean you can bring 90 guys to camp right well we have one more than you could bring to camp think about that that had to be involved this year to get us to the number one seed. So this offensive line being together, plus with getting a lot of other people back, is a plus. Coach Mack, we, we're already over for our break, but we have a caller waiting online Let's to go. ask go. you something. Hey, hey, you know so. what? Okay, okay, Don. Look, I, you know, because Mac talk ends after the regular season. I got so many people <laughs> who want to, to know why, to know why it ended. And, you know, we're, we're loyal listeners. We miss it so much. I said, well, if you're really listening, last week, Rhett and I and Joe Hunk told you that was the last so one. Did, but, so did. Uh, I, I'm, I'm always willing to talk to the people. Let's go. Okay. Mahogany, you're up. Question for Coach Mack. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing, Coach Mack? What's going on? Mahogany, thanks, man. I'm, I'm doing great. I mean, you got to be feeling good, too, about what's happening, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like this is our year. Um. My question for you is, since yeah. we've seen four of the six teams in the playoffs, with the exception of Raiders, what's one thing from each of those teams that kind of gives you a – well, kind of gives us a cause for concern going into a potential matchup with either of the two teams? And I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate y'all taking my call. No doubt. Thank you. Mahogany. No, no, no problem. Always willing to take good fans' calls. Uh, you talk about you talk about uh, Cincinnati. This is a really good uh, young team that's very talented, especially spinning the ball down the field, right? So you're going to have to be ready to, to adjust to a lot of that stuff. 
uh, I mean, th- their offense is clicking. When you look on the other side, you look on the other side at the at the Raiders. You know, they've got a they've got a nice run game, but they also, you know, there's a guy that nobody talks about unless you really know the National Football League that is a game wrecker on their defense, named Max Crosby, and that dude that dude brings it. So he's going to be somebody if you if we are playing them that you're going to have to pay attention to on their defensive side of it. Good stuff, Coach Mack. All right. Well, I can't wait till we chat next week and we know an opponent and we can kind of break that down with you. Looking forward to it. Enjoy your bye week. Guys, always a pleasure being on with you guys. I hope uh, Brent gets all right. Hey, there's a a lot of that going around, so tell Brent to go ahead and and please get well quick. I know. (laughs) Good good time for a bye week. Everybody get healthy. There we go. Thanks, Coach Mack. Coach Mack, always brought to you uh, by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947.